0: Check. Check. All right. You're listening to the Stream Grace Network.
1: Navigating every new day just isn't for the faint of heart. Ever catch
0: yourself wondering how others make it look so easy? So what's their secret? Kathy Yeager has spent years in the media, meeting and talking to many inspiring people. Now she's bringing some of those conversations from behind the microphone to you. Some names you may recognize, some you may not, but each are inspiring in their own way. It's all about the journey. Join Kathy on this journey and
1: get ready to be inspired.
0: it's kathy yeager it's the mindful podcast those who were watching earlier heard me talk about how i was excited to be able to talk with olivia larson olivia is our family and she is somebody that is not right here in my own backyard olivia where are you
1: i am in reston virginia
0: See, and this is what's so amazing. It looks bright and beautiful there where I am here in Oklahoma. We've got a little bit of a strange sort of winter vibe going on.
1: (laughs) Yeah, don't let me fool you. It is uh, overcast and uh, pretty chilly outside. So, and we're an hour ahead too. So, like the sun's going down.
0: So, it is already. Yeah, Yeah. well, and you're home. Yes. But this is a beautiful wall. Like, I mean,
1: <laughs> I'm like, so I, I had some
0: comments earlier, like about my, our studio. It's, we have the home studio here because uh, everything COVID right now, you can't go anywhere. Um, Somebody was saying, is that your kitchen? I'm like, what? No, nope. does that look like a kitchen? I guess they kind of look like kitchen right, counters, were, but <laughs> great. Right. Well, okay. I could pan over here. Where's my Garth Brooks, my guitars. I got a lot of, forget it. I'll give the grand tour another time. All right, so. I uh, was curious because I know you live in a beautiful place like during the holidays, the city lights up and then you're what stone throw away from, you know, parts of the country that uh, put on a lot of big you know, celebrations for the holidays. Has that changed a little bit with all the COVID Um, stuff?
1: So they actually did decorate our town center. Uh, If you're not familiar with Reston, we're 30 minutes uh, west of Washington, D.C., and it is actually a very large uh, tech close to the Dulles Airport. So uh, that's the international airport for Washington, D.C. So the majority of the companies that are located here are in like the Reston area. Um, So we have a pretty significant town center. And they always, like, do really nice decorations for Christmas. Um, things are up. No one's out yeah. at night. Like, I'm not out at night. I'm inside all the time. So <laughs> it's not like I can go and enjoy um, all of the, the lights that are up. I, I do hope that there's going to be more people decorating their houses. But as far as D.C., D.C. is shut down. Um, is there's it? nothing going on there at all. And I don't know if you saw the news about the... Uh, tree at Rockefeller Center this year in New York City but um, is it a Snoopy tree
0: is it like the one from Peanuts because (laughs) it's so That's like one of the things that we like, we look forward to, but I guess they're not doing all the skating. They're not spending the money. It's a little bit yeah. different this year and it's annoying me. It really is. I mean, obviously I, in Oklahoma, we've also have our um, new mandates. We're going to take 10 days of quarantine and everything all over again and hoping to kind of, you know, put a, a slowdown to it. But what I am worried about is sort of the vibe that a lot of people are feeling, especially going into the holidays is kind of like that. Ugh. Yeah. It's almost like this haze of confusion, sadness, loneliness, and give upiness. Right. Is that something? And I don't know, like, for instance, I think you know our family. We decorate for anything, like drop of the hat. It's going to, we're going to make a big deal because the holidays are so special to us. And Halloween, call it what you want. It's not a holiday or a holy day, but we use it as a family fun day. And so we got the Halloween decorations, we do it all this year we didn't even have the sort of same motivation yeah. because we worried that we wouldn't have the same sort of trick or treaters. And, and we didn't, I bought, I overbought candy, which Oops. unfortunately got eaten, but it wasn't by <laughs> trick or treaters. And uh, I think, and I think a lot of people were feeling what we were feeling that, um uh you know, it, it's just, the motivation is not, uh, you know, you can't have as much family over for the holidays. And so, I was hoping that at least we could, you know, try to see something Rockefeller Center this televised, if nothing else, to
1: kind of keep the spirits bright. And I mean, for anybody who doesn't live in those areas that have the giant attractions for the holidays, like I grew up in Arkansas. Uh, watching all of the like the Thanksgiving Day Parade or the Christmas oh. parade, and we don't get to have um, it, do we? I Have no idea. I don't know if they. I heard that they. they not.
0: Not, we're not doing oh, it.
1: Good grief! So I mean, this year really will be strange. And in fact, I ordered the uh, Vince Guaraldi, um, like Peanuts Christmas on vinyl, and I'm still waiting for it. Aww. Like that was going to be my one treasure this Christmas. That was going to make everything better. So who knows if I'll get it in time?
0: You know, a lot of times we'll have deliveries like that. And then you think, okay, well, this will be something to look forward to. Then it's like, uh, due to COVID, our delivery shipping times are a lot slower. But so, you know, you might get it by January, which (laughs) kind (laughs) of goes along with the whole Peanuts vibe anyway, right? Like Charlie Brown. But I'm glad that uh, I guess some networks are still going to be showing it, not the main networks, which I was kind of bummed about. But, you know, that's our tradition in our home. You know, our family loves peanuts as much as, as you and your sister growing up and, and your mom. I know that was a tradition. Didn't you all have yeah, that tradition?
1: Every, every we year, have that tradition. Uh, we'd watch all of the claymation. We'd watch um, the peanuts. Shows. Name it. It was just like just a precious time of enjoying Christmas. And truly, Christmas has always been my favorite holiday. Um, and it's mm-hmm. been a challenge to approach it um, after the loss of my mom. And I mean, we're going on eight years now. And uh, it's, it's just never been the same. Uh,
0: Well, that's, that's what I think our conversation really could benefit, you know, well, selfishly, I know it'll benefit me and anyone who might be viewing or listening and wondering the same thing, you know, with the holidays, the big thing is, you know, sort of how do you heal and move forward? If you, there's that guilt sometimes of if we have a really good time. Does that mean that we don't, you know, we're not missing our loved one? Are there steps that you took in making the holidays sort of a different space for you instead of feeling either depressed or lost? Or how did you do it? Eight years is, you've done amazing.
1: (laughs) It is, it's never been the same. So, uh, and let me just preface this and say, like, I am not the queen of, doing things right or, or moving on the right way. In fact, I am an utter failure in this aspect. So if anything, let me for those who struggle in this area, let me be an encouragement, because um, I, I don't know how to do it. No one, no one teaches you how to, Mm-mm. how to deal with things correctly. And, you know, I, I never went to therapy probably should have. Um Oh, but I didn't I, know I that. Done that. I really, I think it would, would be, and probably still be beneficial to get some guidance on, on ways that I can, um, adjust and coping right. mechanisms. You right. bet. Um, so yeah, especially as I go into the holidays, I remember that first Christmas. I was so excited because I, I hadn't made that connection between, uh, I love this holiday because of all the memories that I have with my mom and mm-hmm. just the holidays coming. So as it was approaching, I was like, "Oh yay!" That t- time of year, like almost this, this routine of emotion. And then as I started to celebrate, and this was, um, this was the first year I moved out of Arkansas, actually. So I, I, I moved and left and went to New Jersey, um, the year that my mom passed away. And so with my first Christmas not in Arkansas. And it was, Mm. at some point it hit me like approaching and I was like, oh my goodness, this is so strange. What am I going to do? And
0: people talk about the changes, you know, that grief is already something you have to go through. And then moving is another thing you go through. So you kind of hit yourself with multiple things at one time. And then, you know, where, one maybe you thought would help sort of help with the other, It probably added to it.
1: He led me to where I needed to be uh, in the right time. But you're exactly right. The circumstances around, uh, and this is just for me, but like the circumstances around my um, moving to New Jersey, uh, losing my mom that year, uh, breaking up with a long-term boyfriend prior to that, and some additional problems there. And then... (laughs) I ended up meeting my now husband that same year. And so at Christmas time that year, uh, I was meeting his family. I was introducing him to my family and, um, I had to do that without being able to say like, you've, you've been able to know my mom, like he never, he's never met her. He Mm. never, never got the opportunity (gasps) to meet her. Um, so that did make things more complicated also.
0: You know, the, one of the things I remember after uh, watching sort of over those years, one of the things I've noticed is your grace. You have feelings, but it's what you do with them that's always really <laughs> impressed me. I mean, really has. And so, oh, I don't want to be sad here. When, uh, we, you know, we lost my mom earlier this year and you were one of the wonderful phone calls I received from just incredibly encouraging. We have a wonderful support system and I am grateful for that. You call and you got it. You nailed everything I was feeling at that very moment. It was like, Oh my gosh, my young, my young, sweet Olivia, this little baby <laughs> is so mature and so spiritually soulful. You really hit me with at the right time with exactly what I was needing. And I thought, my gosh, look at you. So you were the first person I thought of because I thought we need to look for ways to, you know, sort of brush through the holidays in a, in a healthy manner and in a, a really encouraging manner. Because in this home, little kids are watching, right? Um, with our work, others are watching. And I know, like me, I will learn from other people's struggles and graces and happiness and, and how they handle it. And that's one of the things I thought oh, we have to talk because there have to be, I thought maybe you had had counseling because of the wonderful coping mechanisms I saw you sort of illustrating no. um, and the way you handled no, certain you. things. You must just be a no, really special gal. <laughs> um,
1: it has just been by the grace of God that I've been carried through uh, being able to continue. And so you talked about that, uh, the difference between dealing And then moving on. And um, I I would definitely say that God is the one who was the catalyst to push me to move on Um, just by what was going on in my life at the time. Um, I was looking for work. I was trying to finish school. Like It was a very transitionary time in my life. Um, And so he he always knows what's best for us um, and what's going to draw us more near to him and um Mm. that is always what i look for and try and encourage others in whenever they're dealing with very difficult times and that you know god's sovereign and he's always going to um like he's promised he's never going to leave us or forsake us uh so even whenever we might be asking why and how um we have that promise that he's with us and if he's with us um what do we have to worry about? So, and I, I don't want to be cavalier about it. Cause I do know that there is a serious struggle. I've, I've dealt with it myself. Mm. Um, but yeah, at the same time, just resting in him and, uh, and knowing he's going to take care of us. And then that's, that's just like to calm my heart and to calm my mind. And then there's the other side of like, actually, moving forward and having meaningful relationships with people. Um, So like there's, and that's why I said, like, I think it would be beneficial to have some counseling because um, I I remember this one thing that at my mom's funeral, my dad told me, he said, you took a breath in and I never heard you exhale. And I think (sighs) I'm here eight years later and I'm pretty sure I've still never exhaled there. I I just, Everything just feels tight all the time and days go by Um, and you just, they pass time just flies by. Um, But it's very like, something's very different.
0: There's like a a dynamic shift. I know my, I was very close to my grandparents and when we lost them, I was always sad that they never meet my children someday I lost my dad and I was broken hearted because my dad, I mean, he's, you know, my dad. And then losing my mom, ooh, it was different. <laughs> it was like, wait, you hear the record go, you know, and I know that has, to, I get it now. It's, it's a, it's a dynamic shift. You adjust to adapt, but you never get over. And I've even noticed with our kiddos, she lived with us too. So that obviously okay. added an element of you know, a real routine shift, but it creates the question, okay, uh, holiday specifically, do you change those traditions? Do you add to them? Do you make them different so it doesn't feel like you're doing it without them? There are things that we've yet to experience. I am curious, you know, because we had so many, you know, traditions that, you know, our loved ones are embedded in that it does feel like we're, we're moving on and going, uh, without them is that something that you sure. have ever um, had to face
1: so we used to do puzzles every year at Christmas and we always spent Christmas together mm-hmm. in Arkansas and um, you know my sister had already moved she was in New York City at the time and now she's in Singapore uh, and then I moved a little I know away and so those traditions where um, we'd be together for the holidays it was just like a forced um, cut off like it was just a forced severing of those traditions mm-hmm. that we always had together. Um, in fact, I'm looking at the last puzzle that my family put together for Christmas. And that was uh, the Christmas before my mom passed away. Um, and it's framed. Mm-hmm. I have it in my house.
0: I think that see, now that's a wonderful thing to do to keep that wonderful treasure.
1: Yeah. That's a great and idea. It's, it's been nice to remember that. And, and I want to go back to it. You know, if the Lord blesses us with children, like those are the sort of things that I want to say, like, you see this picture, this framed puzzle, you can see it here because I did this with my mom and now I'm going to do it with you. Those are the sort of things I really want to take mm. and embrace and carry on. And I haven't done it yet just because like, I'm lazy and <laughs> I, just, I, I haven't bought any puzzles and Well, it's not
0: like life is not happening all around you. I I was trying to get with you earlier, and you're like, I'm washing my cat room. I'm like, what the? (laughs) I mean, life goes completely on at all times. (laughs) I had to get that in there because I couldn't stop laughing when I saw that. (laughs) I think it's great. And it's a very, very beautiful cat, by the way, you've got Gentry wishing that I would, you know, cave in, but I'm like, yeah, we got three dogs that ain't gonna happen, (laughs) especially with your dad's uh, allergies, you know, (laughs) that's not gonna probably be easy. A a quick thought. Uh, uh, I wanted to give a, a hello to the commenters. Michael, I appreciate you Uh, commenting. If you are listening and talking with us or or spending time with Olivia and I, and you want to ask questions, or if you want to share something that you did in sort of this, I don't want to call it survival mode. I want to call it thrive mode, because I'm one of those people that I always look forward. I mean, I wish I had the privilege of knowing, you know, really knowing your mom, because you and your sister are amazing young women, amazing young women. And it's so funny when we spend time together, you feel like, Somebody that I learn from, and i'm I maybe one or two years <laughs> eighteen a whole lot years older um and it's like i it's it's cool to be able to do that with somebody from a generation that doesn't know some of the things I know like if I mentioned certain things from you know the decade of the eighties, you well you're cool enough, you probably would know I mean like you're <laughs> the wall for those of you who are viewing this and not hearing it I mean it just looks so cool like i I just speaks my language. But it is uh, something to see somebody so uh, young have this wonderful way of doing things. So that's why I think your faith is—you know—they when they talk about how you don't have—it's not what you say; it's how you make people feel. Your faith shines through you, and because it's glorifying Him, not yourself and others, it's—it makes—it's a radiation. It makes people feel warm and comfortable to be around it. Um, our friends at Dignity Memorial uh, Smith and Kernighan, uh, where. Uh, we had um, the, the, I guess, the funeral home that served both my mom and my dad uh, are kind enough. They are, they're very wonderful. Like Kimberly there continues to send me different sort of messages and ideas and thoughts. And she sent me five tips for managing grief during the holidays. So I thought while we're here together, I wanted to give them a shout out because I appreciated their continuing to sort of stay close to me. And I don't know if it could be something helpful. Um, stay or go. Would you agree that's something that people need to decide that you need to dictate, even if it's sort of last minute, do I want to participate in something or don't I give yourself grace? Do you think that's something that we forget to do when we're in the midst of grief? We feel like we have to keep the plate spinning and keep it, keep everything going. Uh, Work has to stay the same. We have to show that we're still okay. Or do you feel like it's, you know, something that we um, really should, I guess, find the ways to just give ourselves grace and For say, sure. I think I don't, that's I'm not so up to important. it
1: today. Um, and honestly, crucial. Um, you may be the type of person who can um, balance your routine and still deal healthily, um, but I'm certainly not that person. And um, like in the year that my mom passed away, I actually, I was in school, I took the entire semester off. I said, absolutely not, I'm done, um, just to give myself time uh, to process, and I think that's very important for um, everyone to, to do and to know that perhaps, perhaps you are the type of person who can just, like, go, 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 but if in the moment you're feeling just not up to it, like you said, like, it's fine to say, okay, I need, I need to not do this.
0: Michael, um, who is chanting in with uh, comments here, mentioned keeping busy, uh, keeping your mind going. Uh, don't wallow in the negativity. And Michael, I think you bring up a good point. I notice I will wake up out of a dead sleep with thoughts that stir sort of this un- uneasiness, like missing them. Could I have done something? Is there anything? You know? And I think in my world, I start to say what we call, and I don't know if this is everywhere, but like I go to the um, the Orthodox Christian Church, and we have the Jesus prayer that is, Oh Lord, Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. And I will start to over and over say that just to kind of get this peace about me because I consider those attacks. I think that sometimes those thoughts are not necessarily um, coming from any real place other than a temptation to trip you up and make you feel weak or not cling to the faith that keeps you strong. Is,
1: is that oh, yeah. something I, you, relate, you would think to? Very important aspect of this is um, to, to try and go and deal with such emotional trauma of, of losing, losing a loved one and going through a time of um, what's meant to be like familial gathering uh, without the knowledge mm. of, Jesus Christ, and without remembering what He's done and what His promises are, um, it's just—it breaks my heart to think that there are those who are not comforted in that way, and are are not able to pursue mm-hmm. that comfort just because of lack of knowledge and lack of faith. Um, so I would say for me personally, like that, that prayer, which, um, my dad taught me, uh, is, is just so critical. Um, I, I find myself in the, in the toughest moments praying that exact prayer.
0: Oh, I love that. That's that it's, it's, it's yeah. like an arrow prayer. It's like pew, quick dart straight to, yeah. straight to the big guy. Cause we need that connection. Um, Step two on what uh, this wonderful five-step program continues to say is things like play it to ear or play it by ear, kind of what we talked about. Leave it to the last minute. It's up to you whether to accept or or decline. Um, Talking about traditions and including your lost loved ones in celebration. Do you find that there is, you know, there's such an absence when they're not there? I know for me, we've gone through um, her birthday and we still gathered the family but we really felt her loss because she's the most, you know, fun one of the bunch. Um, how do you sort of keep her included in your traditions? You mentioned the puzzle and it's there in a frame. Do you continue doing things like that um, in know, her honor, say, answer, for instance? Um,
1: I, I am a very sentimental person, but I don't really act on it much. It's more of like a, a head emotion. Um, we, whenever I got married, we did have like a table to remember um, all of our family that had passed. Um, so that was something that we did. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is kind of why I was saying it might be healthy to do uh, some counseling or something because like I just clam up and there those days go by her birthday, um, you know, the day now. Do you do anything it's, on her birthday? It's, and it's, I know about it. Like I'm always super aware. Um, it's, it's, you're aware, yeah, attention to it. I suffer silently and probably not healthy. Mm, That kills me. That's an interesting thing. I, I, I
0: wonder, that's it. That's a huge one. Like, what do you do on the person's birthday? That is something. And I would love commenters to jump in if you are watching this or if you're just checking out the podcast, um, um. Anywhere you catch podcasts, there are comment sections, or you can message uh, here on Facebook um, at Kathy Yeager. It's interesting to me. That is something I really struggled with. Um, what am I going to do? I mean, I, I think what it was her first birthday without her. I went into it with dread. And we were all together, and my brother and uh, his girlfriend and, and, and I and our kiddos, And like every year we have dinner, every, every year it's, we have dinner. We either go somewhere or we make dinner. It's just every year. And so it would feel weird if we didn't do it. Like, I think it would exacerbate the loss, the feeling of loss. So we all sort of mutually agreed almost. It was weird. It was like spontaneously as we were talking about, oh, it's coming up. And it was just like, we all went, we should probably still have dinner. And I was going into it with dread, not knowing they would feel like that because I didn't want to bring grief on them. But we did it, and it was pretty therapeutic. I mean, because it's something that we've always done, but we did it, and we it gave us another opportunity. And, And Olivia, and this is one thing that maybe I can share that has helped me the more I've talked about it because at first I didn't want to talk about it because it felt too real and I'm going to cry again and I still do this and I'm i I'm a ball bag and everybody knows I'm a wuss anyway, but like I didn't want to talk about, it. but then I started talking about it a lot. It was easier. It's just getting past that terrible wall of, ugh. um, um, Michael uh, who's enjoying the show and commenting. He said that they leave a chair open. Um, I like that. Oh, see, now that makes me cry. I don't know. I know, but my family is so sarcastic. We are such smart Alex that you know, if you, there's a chair open, there's gonna be some crazy things that happen to that chair. <laughs> so we don't want to disrespect someone's memory by that, too. I don't know, no, but I love that. I, I, you know, just really interesting to think about. You know, I guess what other people do—they're all good ideas, and it—I guess it's what you know you feel um, is going to be okay for you. But I just love hearing sort of some of the things that you've shared today. Um, the final, you know, suggestion that I had here was, um, you know, it's, you don't want to exclude your loved one from your shopping list, which that's a weird one for me because I have an ongoing And everything I'm technical. I do everything online. Ongoing list that I update every year. Beginning of which you and your sister are really hacking me off because I haven't gotten your list. And you gotta help us because I am you're now like, you know, I don't even know. You're like in other states, other countries. I have to get some clues here. You know, Santa's waiting. But I will ask what you know this suggests have you ever thought about donating a gift in your mom's honor? I read that and I thought I I would probably do it through the church because my mom was very attentive. Like we, every Easter, she would donate lilies uh, in honor of my grandparents. She passed away at Easter time, right after the Easter celebration. I'm probably going to pick up that tradition in her and my grandparents, you know, honor uh, from here on out. So Father John, (laughs) if you're listening, I mean, I'm in, (laughs) Uh, that's me, sign me up. Um, And hopefully you know uh, that can be something therapeutic, but also a blessing to continue to. We always say, "May their memory be eternal," so that we always remember our loved ones. We know that we believe that right. they pass from this life into the next. It's not a done deal in God's will, and so, um, you know, I think honoring that I think well, would be special for us. I, think I don't know really something great. to think and, about. You it. know, there are certain
1: causes. Th- this is what's so great about it that. You as a a child or um, whether it's your sister or brother, um, grandparent, whoever you're remembering, there are aspects of that person that have influenced who you are and um, trying to hone in Mm -hmm. on on maybe those things and say, okay, how can I bless somebody with this specific uh, characteristic or this specific um, preference or um, thing that you like? Uh, I I think that's a a great idea Um, and one that I may pursue this Christmas.
0: Well, you'll have to keep us up on that because you're so creative. It'll be fascinating to see what you come up with. And I think that would be a great idea to share with others because it could inspire somebody else who might be sitting in that funk and not knowing, I have no clue what to do. That would be, that would be a really neat thing. That's the thing about having creative friends. Um, I am not well, above that, taking your ideas. <laughs> <through. That> <laughs> so. I'll give you I'll give you credit, but yeah, it's I'm Indeed. wise enough to know Indeed. your idea is good. I'm gonna take that
1: idea. <laughs> so.
0: Well, you're a blessing. What are your so, plans for this holiday? Virginia, Anything we um, special?
1: Have a cap on gatherings, of like twenty five. It's kind of large. Um, so we're gonna. Yeah, we're doing a friendsgiving. That is large, uh, we're actually. We're Going to uh, some of our brothers and sisters in Christ's house. Uh, they go to church with us, and we always do like a prayer night every Thursday night. So it happens to fall on like our Thursday night prayer night. Wow. Um, so we're gonna do a potluck and uh, just do a small gathering with us.
0: How fun! That's awesome, and I know you're not far from your husband's family. uh, And so hopefully you'll get a chance to see them. They're a lot of fun. They are so fun. But, you know, obviously we pray for your safety and hope that this holiday season for everyone who is watching and listening, you know, God be with you because we are in such a strange and and unique time. And you're, you know, your dad and I were having a conversation earlier about misinformation and just not knowing, uh, you know, how do you really find out what it is specifically we need to do. And the only thing we can control is ourselves. You cannot get mad at somebody else for whatever they're doing or not doing. That is your particular specific belief, because you might be getting information different from somewhere else. So it's our opinion. We just do our best to take care of making choices for ourselves to, if we have to be out to do it the best way we can um, to protect ourselves and others and those around us. And especially the, the elderly that we're around, but very uh, obviously, you know, you can't really mm-hmm. just go on every one thing you hear anymore. Yeah. I'm sorry, news. Yeah. <laughs> you have let me down. Like, like even getting tested. I was at the bank uh, the other day and the ladies were all talking about the different tests that they did. And one, you know, had this, you know, she did more than one test because she wanted to be able to go to work. And she had a test tell her that she was positive that she went and took another test somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And it was negative. And she's like, I don't know what to think. And I'm like, Yeah. So there's a lot of confusion for a lot of people and you don't want to not take something because you don't know what's really something to that's accurate. Then you'd be exposing someone and then you could be completely asymptomatic, not know you have anything, get somebody else sick at Walmart. So, you know, I don't know. It's, it's a very tough time. So all we can do is say God's will be done. And pretty much I have to say that about everything, by the way, uh, we said that a lot over the course of the last few months. And I know you were, um, uh, very helpful in supporting your your dad after his recent Woo-hoo! layoff and big news he Praise is working Lord. again yep yep and we're super excited it's at our our same family company again our um our iHeartRadio. so we're very grateful and so we're excited about that but i thought you should know because you are you were such a big help uh uh live works for amazon and and we just you know thought that that would be a neat place to be uh, a neat place to work because you all have all of my money especially at the holidays at one time i said i remember saying to you one time i was like god i hope you can't access my account because i want you to know know what
1: i'm up to because i mean it's bad not
0: retail
1: (laughs) um encouragement um, especially this year because there is a lot of um there's a lot of news saying don't be around your family essentially like a lot of people are interpreting the restrictions yeah. on gathering size as like don't see your family mm. and um you know everyone should mm. not not you know go against their own conscience right if they are like deeply convicted about about something then you know be consistent with those yeah. convictions um but also like If you can be with friends and family for your holidays, you should Uh, just be safe, be conscientious. You have protocols, wash your hands, uh, you know, if you have to social, social distance, but like, you know, right now is just such a, after such a bad, weird year, um, there's, there's nothing greater than being with those that you love.
0: If you have to jump on a Absolutely. Facetime call, it's better than being alone. And the reason I say that is because it breaks my heart to think how this is gonna, for anyone grieving yeah. how this time will come just land on you even further, even further. And maybe you know you're not sitting home in a house with family around you, and that is a very lonely place. So I I agree with you. There's got to be one way or the other uh, to safely spend time with those you love. So. Nobody feels alone, and remember, you're never alone. I mean, there there are places of worship even online. You can go all the way through Facebook and find some wonderful services to feel connected, and even drop into your knees in your own living room. You yeah. never have to feel like you're alone because you're not. And I love you you're too. Not. This was great, Livia. I love you. So I appreciate I, you.
1: Like I said, I am not I, the model. It was fun. <laughs> I'm feeling <laughs>
0: you kind of are though. (laughs) Hey, nobody's perfect. And I think that's what makes it even better is when those of us, you know, are struggling together. We are one body and we have to remember that. So thank you for being a part of this special evening that we have a chance to share with others. And I hope I see you very soon. Thanks again for checking out the Mindful Podcast with Kathy Yeager, and today, my very special guest, Olivia Larson. You know, grief through the holidays is a very real thing for a lot of people, and probably this year more than most lately, and you know, you don't have to be alone. Reach out to someone. Remember, it's okay to ask for help. And there are many channels um, even for folks to reach out to um, socially or, you know, Groups that will help. So make sure that you don't spend the holiday uh, grieving alone. We're all in this together. You can check out the video from today's show on Facebook at Kathy Yeager and share your comments, your story, maybe get in on the conversation with things that sort of have worked for you that might just be a big help to someone else who might be checking out the show today. Uh, and you can also sponsor our show. A portion of the proceeds of all sponsorships, of course, go to the Stream Grace Network and my donation to the National Institute on Developmental Delays. Home integration is helping uh, those with special needs and has been for over 50 years and they help and will continue to help globally uh, for many years to come, God willing, with your help. So make sure to sponsor our show and thank you again for spending time with Mindful with Kathy Yeager on the Stream Grace Network.